welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where you watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Uh, today, Josh and I are going to be talking about Kong Skull Island, and we are joined by one of Josh's friends, uh, Joe. Joe, how you doing? You want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, I'm Joe Morgan, and uh, I actually went to uh, University of Florida with Josh way back in the day, and we were uh, both on the uh, newspaper staff as sports writers, and then um, we both decided not to do that. So, uh, well, <laughs> well, 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 Joe, 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 Joe was a sports writer who had aspirations of being a screenwriter, and he's currently in LA, like actually doing things in the entertainment industry. I was a sports writer who tried to be a sports writer and then ended up in law school. So Joe's being very modest about that. Um, um, but yeah, no, and but Joe, like Joe and I were worked worked together for two years, and. Um, always knew he was a big movie fan, and like ever since Anthony and I started this podcast, like um, about a year and a half ago now, like I've been like meaning to get Joe on because Joe's been a listener for a lot of the movies that he's watched that we've talked about, and uh, it just we just haven't been able to work it out until now. So I'm pretty excited that Joe's been able to join us now. Well, I'm happy to be on. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's cool to finally like I'm gonna get the episode on my phone. And then I'm not going to listen to it because I don't want to hear my voice. So. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm the same way. I hate my voice. Well, so. that's how I always – that's actually funny that you say that because I was, I was always like that because I did radio um, in addition to newspaper stuff in college. I hated listening to myself back on the radio, and I don't know why. And then for a while, like I actually liked listening to Anthony and I on the podcast. Like, I, I was very hesitant to do it, and then I did it, and I was like – even before – I think Anthony and I are probably obviously better at this now than we were like – the first few months we did it, but like I actually didn't mind listening to us the first few months. But then, and, but then I took over the editing duties, and so like I had to listen to it as I edited it, and I I just don't have time to listen to us a third time. Like I don't think I don't, we're not that good that I want to listen to us a third time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, uh, we're going to be talking about Kong Skull Island. Uh, it's directed by a guy named Jordan Voigt Roberts, who d- actually did Kings of Summer, which is a movie that Josh and I both – I know Josh and I both like. I don't know if you've seen it, Joe. Um, but it's 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 a pretty I good movie. It came out it. like four years ago. Well, you, you, um, I, think you, I think you'd like it, Joe. It has, has some Parks and Rec people. I know you're a Parks and Rec fan. Yeah, Nick yeah it's a good <laughs> coming-of-age movie. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, um, so, but so, like, obviously a pretty big step up in scope. Yeah, 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 a little bit. So, uh, if you guys don't know, yeah, yeah, it's very uh, grounded in um, Kings of Summer. But Kong Skull Island, uh, if you don't know, it's about King Kong, uh, newest iteration of King Kong since the last one with Jack Black, I guess. Um, And basically, it's just about this crazily A-list cast um, in a movie going to some secret island to find King Kong and fight him for various reasons. Um, and I don't know, I guess we'll start with Joe. What did, what did you think? Did you like the movie? What did you expect going in? You know, I've never really done the big monster movies. Like, I think I saw like, um, Peter Jackson's King Kong, like on TV before and just have never bothered to watch. And, (laughs) uh, I've never done Godzilla or anything, but, um, I was like, Tom Hiddleston's here. I'm here for this. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but, uh, you know, I thought it was fun. I thought it was really cool. Um, it was, you know, it was weird to not have like the King Kong on, uh, the entire state building scene, but it was kind of nice not to have that either. But I thought it was really fun. Um, had a bit of saving private Ryan syndrome in the middle there, but I'm not going to get too into that because I don't know what we do about spoilers here, but, um, yeah, you, you can know, speak freely I, here. I think we're not going to do a spoiler section. Yeah, for movie this I don't big. think oh. there's much to spoil about this particular okay. movie. Yeah, like all right. it's well, not, yeah. it's not like wanna... Kong's not dying, people. Like I, I, hate <laughs> the, I, I don't think I'm spoiling anything by saying that. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah. People die. Um, it's a monster movie. Like <laughs> Yeah. Pretty much. No, I thought it I thought it was really fun. Um and I thought that they did a lot of uh creative stuff visually with it that um you know, like I usually kinda get like weird about like CGI creature fighting other CGI creature. But I thought like the stuff here was like really cool and I enjoyed a lot of it. So what, what, Josh, did you like it? Yeah, I, I did. I, I thought it was very fun and i enjoyed the cast uh like those were a lot of people i liked and they didn't disappoint me um i'll i'll just start off by saying to get a little into the uh substance of it a bit that one of the things i appreciate about it most is that um like there's a little bit of it it takes a little bit to get going like i enjoy watching these people do their thing enough that i mean like we're wandering around these different asian countries for different reasons and it's it's whatever like they spend a little bit of time doing that but it doesn't drag but like i thought like maybe like they're gonna go from that to this a lot of more setup once they got to the island and it's just like they fly there and there's kong and like they don't they don't they don't waste any time and i appreciated that because i mean i get that there's some value in certain movies like waiting to have that kind of reveal but they're just like nah we're not going to do that and i like how it just dove right in and we were off and i that that was that that was the first thing that kind of made me think oh wow this is a little different too yeah Mm -hmm. i I think they know what the money maker is right like it's kong and the thing is so this movie is actually in the same universe as the godzilla movie that came out in 2014 uh gareth edwards directed that which and i i like this movie and i actually think that godzilla movie was way better um it's it's definitely like one of those movies where it's like super laughable at, at parts and it's just so ridiculous but it's like super schlock that i like like max it, it, right before the tipping point of when it becomes ridiculous um like aaron taylor johnson is so bad in the movie that it's enjoyable um elizabeth olsen is pretty terrible um i think that movie is better than rogue one but that's fine we won't talk about uh, star wars on this podcast uh but like joe was saying the monster versus monster fights in this movie were super cool and i think the the best part about it to me was the fact that they like did a really unique job at like creating the monsters and like they're all, they all had like very specific different attributes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And, uh, well, one also like they, they made Kong massive, you know, like it's like he, he and, and, and like the Peter Jackson one, he can climb to the top of the Empire State Building and here he's probably like three fourths as tall as the Empire State Building, which I mean, <laughs> and which I guess like is fine because like if you're going to make all these other monsters massive, like it's going to look ridiculous if he's like half their size and he's kicking their ass. So you need to have him be a little more similarly sized, but like it did feel like it was pretty different from other things I've seen. Like I can't rattle. I mean, I wouldn't say I've like avoided monster movies like you kind of said you did, Joe, but I can't really rattle off a lot off the top of my head. But none of it necessarily felt like anything that was super derivative of anything else that I've seen before. So like from that from, from that, from that aspect, like I liked it because a lot of them also just kind of popped up out of nowhere at various points. So not only was it unique, but they also kind of found interesting ways to just introduce them into any given shot. Yeah, like to create like tension with the animals, with the monsters like coming out of nowhere. I actually had like a little bit of a Pacific Rim kind of vibe to it. Um, Not in terms of like actual plot, but just like different monsters like keep fighting each other and sort of coming out of the water and coming out of nowhere. And um, I I don't know if you guys have seen Pacific Rim or or felt that way at all about it, too. Joe, have you? Uh, no, I haven't seen Pacific Rim. I, oh. I, I, yeah. well, Pacific Rim, I thought like I actually liked how these were shot a little better. Pacific Rim, there was a few too many close-ups for me, and I was like, I don't really, I don't really know what I'm watching here at certain times. And then they like saved yeah. certain powers for the end, and it's like, well, the, well, that, that one, they all, they have like the people are like controlling those things at the same time, right? So it's a little bit different. 
Yeah. Cause you get like the people in the monster costume. But yeah. But. So what, 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 one of the other things I want to ask you guys about this one was like, we t- I mentioned how they, 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 they just come in and we see Kong and stuff. And how did you think about how they just started, uh, they set up like people like just, I don't like want to murdering fools. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like I got that, like you couldn't murder off any of the name actors to begin with, but like, did it feel appropriate? Like the cast is already big to begin with. It's like, let's kill some people. Like, how did you just feel about how that whole, that whole opening sequence in general, like how did, how did, how did you feel that was pulled off Joe? Well, you know, again, there's the convenient survivors, but like, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was really enjoyable. And, um, Man, you know, like, I just had a different thought about the movie entirely. I don't want to derail the conversation. But... Yeah, go for it. Uh, no, go for it. Go for it. I was, I was okay, just no, throwing one thing okay. out there. As I was sitting there watching the scene, I was like, how is Brie Larson not taking more photographs? Like, <laughs> I, like they're, the, that was, like, the one thing I was thinking about the whole time and throughout the movie. Because, you know, I mean, especially at that one part after Samuel L. Jackson dies and she mm. has that full thing in her frame. She doesn't take it. But I really wanted Brie Larson to be taking more photos um, the journalist in you. <laughs> it's a natural, it's yeah. a natural thing to think. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And then I was, you know, and I was just like, "Don't kill Tom." I mean, I knew they weren't going to kill Tom, but I was like, "Don't kill Tom Hiddleston." Um, yeah, you know. But then I don't know. There were too many people surviving helicopter wrecks. You know, I mean, oh, for sure. That's sort of like a willing suspension of disbelief that you have to have in this specific movie, right? No, I like my King Kong movies. Super realistic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I mean, if we're going to talk about that, then how did he not crush her when she was in his fucking palm? Right. Fighting another monster. He just has super long fingers and he can curl them around her. No, I I do think the point is interesting. And it's like you have a massive cast. And I've read some takes that were like, this cast is too big. And but it's like if you're gonna go battle, like, go into a big territory with a bunch of monsters, like you're not gonna want to do it in a small group. So I get why like maybe they tried to assemble like a larger group of people. And if you get enough, if you have the budget to, or the actors willing to not work for a ton of money that just want to be involved to do it, uh, that's fine. But like it's, I thought it was interesting how they did kind of mix which ones were like how how they were reacting to the situation like yeah the thomas mann guy just being like what what the fuck why, why don't why, you guys don't seem to that. you don't seem to you guys that. you guys why aren't you guys like actually reacting to this and like she was just like kind of almost more in the vein of the shoulders where she's just like all right what what are we doing next whereas like even taking the time to just do her job um which is like <laughs> I, I mean so i get why that might have struck you weird because it's like they weren't just they, they they weren't putting all of the, even all of the soldiers in soldier mode obviously like so it wasn't like like if they were gonna actually the the, the movie was gonna take the time to make some people react in a different way like they could have made her take more pictures um i i, I mean like i said i have well, a journal i have a journalism background <laughs> too it's just my head didn't go there <laughs> well here's the thing is that she, I think part of it is like you're in such shock that you're not like thinking about like taking pictures. She ends up taking p- pictures at some pretty crazy times, though. I mean, yeah, she just she like randomly <laughs> takes pictures with the when John C. Riley shows up with all the indigenous people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter because at the end, she's like, this is too terrible for people at home to know about it. A and B, um, she's going to get her shit sequestered anyway by whoever else that she can't share it with. Um, but an interesting point is that to me, the reason why the cast is so big is that this is a universe now, right? So they get to have these people in the movie 
and then they get to kill some of them, and then the rest of them move on to the next franchise, whether it's the Godzilla movie or the or the Godzilla vs. King Kong movie or whatever other monsters that they create, right? Well, I don't know how many of these soldiers they really are going to bring on. Like, this was like a, a very specific story, like with Vietnam. Or I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, you can talk a little bit more if it's what the movie might be trying to say about war, but like, presumably the next one will go further into the future, and it's like, are you going to really have a reason to bring all of the same Vietnam yes, veterans abs- back together? Well, yeah, if you have – I mean oh. if you're fighting a monster, you're going to have a military there. No I guess question. so. So why not send the same, same team back that knows what they're dealing with or whatever Like, if they're crazy enough to want to go back, I suppose? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of them – I mean a lot of them died. The, that, can we talk about the worst trying to – the worst attempt to save people or take away time ever by the old white guy? With wait, his wait, grenades. Wait, oh, Shea, Shea Wiggum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, did you laugh at that? that? Did, did, oh, yeah. It was the most <laughs> embarrassing thing I've ever watched. <laughs> like, I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory and blow myself up, and then he just gets he gets <laughs> pissed. gets back pissed, slapped pissed by the, the tail. Yeah, all the way to the Oh, back, my God. Dude. Yeah. I don't know. Man, I, I didn't like, actually um, laugh at him. I was like, I actually just kind of felt bad for him. I was like, oh, <laughs> But I, I could see why that would it should have been played for – that was played for laughs for a lot of people. Um, yeah, a buddy of mine said that uh, he actually liked he liked that scene because it showed how intelligent the monster was, though. Yes, exactly. Yeah, which I was like, man, yeah, like he knew the tail whip him away instead of falling into the trap. So yeah, and and the thing is, they sort of like let it linger too because he's like holding those grenades for like five seconds, and he's like, <laughs> come at me, come at me, and then this the monster is like, no, nah, I'm good, and just tail whips him right into a <laughs> fucking boulder. Well, it's funny that he uh. died. He died. He had such an interesting death because I was, I like assumed like, I mean, I was being a little cynical and thought people were going to get like picked off by like level of fame, which is kind of like how, like, kind of like how, yeah. like, I kind of how, how it happened in Green Room. So sure. I was like, Shea Wiggum, like, okay, you're, you're like a good character actor. You're like in, you're on Boardwalk Empire and you're in True Detective season one and you're, you're, you pop up every here and there every now and then, but like you're not on the level of almost any of these other people. So you're probably dying first. And uh, he lasted longer than uh, John Goodman. And so yeah. I was like, I, I like that they killed John Goodman off when they did because that, that just like set the tone for the rest of the movie. And like, wow, you don't yeah. I mean like John Goodman's probably in the upper echelon of the stars here. And if he can go now, then like who knows who's going when. So I appreciate mm-hmm. I appreciated that. Like, while yes, all the extras kind of had to die in the helicopter crash and everyone else got to survive gnarly helicopter crashes. Like at least after that, it wasn't like a regu- uh, a typical pecking order going by level of fame, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, what did you guys think of John C. Riley and that whole like? Uh, I, it was kind of like a tone changer, and he was like definitely a little bit different than the rest of the the crew there. Yeah, I really enjoyed having that element in the movie of him being really funny because I feel like at least, and I, I kind of see like they're starting to correct this problem in big blockbusters where. You know, like after, you know, the Nolan Batman movies happens, everyone's like, oh, we got to get all dark and dreary and people just want to be beat over the head for two hours. Um, And I really thought that it added some um, good levity to the movie. And I personally love John C. Yeah, this this movie was not (laughs) as grim as the other Godzilla movie and not as grim as it definitely could have been given the uh, material, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently that role was originally intended for Michael Keaton, which I think – I mean he's a good actor, but I think that's a really, really different <laughs> uh, movie yeah. if, if, if it's yeah. Michael Keaton yeah. doing that role. I mean he's not – he can't play Goofy in the same way John C. Riley can play Goofy even if he's mm-hmm. a still a really good actor. So 
Um, I, I mean, I feel like it, you don't get that same balance if you put him there. And I, no, I definitely really enjoyed him. He, he had some, like, while he was goofy, like he had some, he had some pretty, uh, funny back and forths, uh, too, at the same time, like just, uh, like giving shit to, um, the Thomas Mann character when they're talking about tigers versus cubs and stuff like that. Yes. And, yes. uh, and, and, and those, did, those, those, did, those didn't feel too hokey, um, um, enforced. It was, it actually felt pretty genuine there. Uh, but yeah, no, like I, I, I enjoyed him. I mean, uh, the, like, I liked that the, the, I mean, I guess there's probably some takes out there that like, why do we have to have generic Indian tribe or whatever? Can you do that a little differently? Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I liked that was, it. That was kind of terrible. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, at least they got the, like, I mean, at least they weren't like totally stoic. Like they had a lighter moment there with Brie Larson when she was, yeah, doing that was the camera cool. thing with them. So at least it showed them like having being more than just like totally hundred percent serious. You're on our land type thing. Yeah. You know, like it, it gave them a little bit more of a dimension to play, even if it wasn't like a speaking role. I don't know if it's like kind of fucked up to say, but that scene with her reminded me of that iPhone commercial with the camera where she's in like Greece or wherever she is. You know what I'm talking about? No, yeah. you see that like iPhone commercial where they're like, it's like talking about how great the camera is, and it's like all in a foreign language, and this like lady is like taking pictures of her whole family, and then everyone in the streets and stuff. Mm, okay, uh, no. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, never I mean, mind. Well, Aside, I, I, um, I don't watch a ton of commercials these days, so that's that's more on me than it is on you. But I, I mean, <laughs> I, um, in, but yeah, so uh, but no, but like I mean, I thought that sequence, uh, like you said, like it had it could have been a lot different if you didn't have that light presence there, and they just like made this a stereotypical like totally serious like uh even yeah. like they could have handled the indian thing worse than they did um even if it wasn't like the best thing in the world um so i i mean i i appreciated that um i mean i, th- I mean i th- feel like there's a lot to unpack here i'm trying to think about i mean is there any, any anything else any other things you guys were like um i'm trying to think of like the next thing i was trying to think to talk about um i mean we got a half of a straight out of compton reunion which was pretty great yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i mean jason mitchell's popping up in a ton of stuff now i mean i i I'm not, i haven't watched the Corey hawkins uh 24 legacy thing but i mean i'm glad he's getting yeah. i'm glad he's getting into other movies and uh jason mitchell's done other stuff and i mean like i think they actually cast them pretty quickly after straight out of compton came out because like this movie was in production a while ago so good on them for like jumping on those guys and like real like i mean because that would have been like a super white movie if you didn't if you didn't have if yeah. you didn't have those guys yeah. it would have been problematic to have a cast that big and haven't have and if you're gonna yeah. like if you're gonna if you need to find like if you need to diversify your cast a little bit like i don't think there are that many better choices as far as like the quality of actors out there than uh someone like jason mm-hmm. mitchell um and like and, and, he, was, and he was think, pretty funny did you guys think that samuel l was as actively terrible as i did or no uh i mean like it was definitely a more subdued samuel l than usual um I mean, I, th- I felt like it was like I mean, he got to have a couple of his bitch please moments or stuff like that, you know. But like, I mean, yeah. it felt like it wasn't like he wasn't like he wasn't on one like Samuel L. might normally be. Um, like, he, I mean, how often do you see him, see him trying to play the quiet, reserved, uh, more serious and uh, introspective? person that he was trying to play when he's when, like, introspective I, I, is a way to put it i guess i mean he, he's he's clearly dealing with some shit at the beginning like i mean every like what what from what you know just i mean they don't know that but like i mean i, I do think it was they didn't these guys didn't seem as scarred by vietnam as they probably should have been um just given what yeah. we know about vietnam which so that's its own thing but like knowing what we know about vietnam 
this guy seemed like way too upset to be leaving Vietnam himself. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, so it's like he's very upset. He doesn't know what he's going to do with his life. He's like question, talking to all these other people about it, and he's very like concerned about like what am I going to do with myself now? Like it's like a professional football player retiring, except like yeah, like we get why he's just he like a professional soldier. He's a professional kind of soldier, guy. and he's like, but like, how many roles can you think of where Samuel L. is like dealing with something that internal? You know, he's usually more a bit more of an extrovert and like. Like just say, yeah. saying what he thinks, and while he does get a couple of his Samuel L. type lines off, like I didn't think he was bad. Like I just thought it was, it was very. I thought it was pretty jarring though, just to see him doing something so different. Well, I hear what you're saying, but I just don't necessarily think this f- fun script called for his like super s- serious. It just didn't really seem to fit to me. I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Well, you know, I mean, I I think I honestly think he's the same in a lot of the stuff that he does. <laughs> like. I mean, like when they're going through the storm in the helicopters, and he's telling the I story. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it was very. Uh, um, I always forget the Bible verse from Pulp Fiction, but it was very, you know, like that where he's just Ezekiel, the calm. Ezekiel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Ezekiel, and uh, yes, you know, and then him just like staring at the carnage every time, like just like you know, I'm too badass to run away from this stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it was at times a little more internal, but every time I see him, I'm just like, oh, it's Samuel. L. I mean, know? like <laughs> his performance aside, like, what did you think about that character? Like, did you? Um, were you like, come on, dude, like you should, just, you should be smart enough to see that this monster is like clearly worse than Kong and you were just dropping bombs on him. Of course he was going to fight yeah. back. Or like, did you get that? Like, of course the soldier is going to want to fight for his man. Like, I mean, normally I feel like I might be, I'm the guy that's always complaining about how characters aren't being smart enough in movies, but like, I, it didn't bother me that much. I mean, I got that they, I, I thought it was an interesting twist that like in a monster movie, like you almost like have to be just as afraid of the humans in some way, you know? Yeah, 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 I think that's definitely a theme for this and Godzilla. But go ahead, Joe. No, yeah, just he was the dumbest person in the town. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. like, yeah, we're gonna kill Kong. Never mind all this other crazy stuff. Like, and then just at the middle, in the middle of the movie, they reunite and they have the boat, and then they have that one guy, Dear Billy, is his, I'm gonna call him. Oh Dear God, Billy. yeah, oh. I have no idea his name. Yeah, and he's a goner, right? There's just no way that you survive yeah. this whole island by yourself. No. And they have everybody there. They got the boat. They have plenty of time to get to the meetup point. And they're like, nope, we're going <laughs> we're going yeah. to find him. And it, at that point, I don't know why they didn't just cut bait and like, all right, you go find him. We're going <laughs> to. Yeah, I thought that they might have left. I thought like some of the yeah. crew might have just bailed on him. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of would create the tension between them wanting to be on Team Monster instead of Team Human, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then. And then, like, during the battle, Tom Hiddleston gets, like, the dog tag literally dropped in his lap. And then it's not the first thing he says to him in the aftermath. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I noticed that, too. They're like, all right, now, now we're like, oh, yeah. God, get the out of there. Yeah, <laughs> the way. Yeah, I, I did remember thinking that too. It's like, isn't that wasn't that the whole purpose of this detour? You know, yeah, um, yeah uh, literally the entire purpose of the de- detour. But 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 mm. like speaking of that battle, like how amazing was the scene with him just like going going crazy oh, with the thing? That's what I went to the movie for. Was like the sword, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill, kill things, man. <laughs> like, I mean, Tom Hiddleston's the reason I watched the Thor movies, and um, I didn't know you. I didn't know you were such a Hiddleston. I mean, yeah, no, I, I'm a total hill stand. Like, you know, Taylor did you, Swift didn't know how good did, she had it. You know? Did you like high rise though? You can't have liked high rise. I didn't even see high rise. So oh, don't watch it. <laughs> you think it would ruin Tom Hiddleston for him? No, it's just yeah. not good. It's just not good. Um, can we talk about uh, John Goodman getting an assist though, for taking pictures as he's dying inside of a monster to give them location? 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, about that. I mean, that was that was pretty badass. <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't make that connection. I thought it was just like the camera was malfunctioning in there. I didn't know we were giving him credit for doing that. Oh, I think he was trying to. I, I mean, maybe he was just dying and he's just clicking the picture button, but it definitely gave them the location of the monster and like the dust or whatever. Right, 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 right. I, I, I mean, that, that was I, that was just another cool thing. It's like a, a little different detail to add to something like that. Where I mean, whereas like I mean, I I could see how in a certain way like a lot of monster movies might blend together and just be like the same fighting over and over again. Like it did find small little things like that to um, make it a yeah. little unique. You know, I mean, cool. fucking Kong punched a monster to death with like a like a engine or whatever was that an anchor or was it an <laughs> engine or, yeah, 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 yeah yeah what was it was, was like it an a, anchor was a boat motor thing like, yeah it was yeah, a boat yeah, motor, motor, right? motor, yeah. motor yeah like yeah. a propeller fan yeah yeah yeah, okay, yeah that's what it was yeah it was fucking uh, awesome Mm-hmm. Man, before we move on from John Goodman, I just need to say that um, how awesome it would it have been to have Walter Subcheck in this movie? Like, you know, it would have been perfect. Perfect. It would have been, it would have been pretty awesome, and it, yeah. it would have fit the tone, I think, of the uh, <laughs> of the movie pretty well. Um, another little detailed thing that Josh was like talking about was how at like uh, where all the indigenous people and stuff were. They had like all the the logs pointing out to like kill anything that tried to sort of get close to the wall mm-hmm. do you guys notice that and had like blood and everything on it? i thought it was pretty cool um oh, yeah. and then randomly when they were t- trying to go on the boat the first time the wall just like opened up did you guys see that and they were able to like pass through the wall and it oh, yeah, yeah and it, right. it didn't make any sense how that would happen the wall just opened and it just it, it wasn't through. like there, it wasn't like there were people pulling on it or anything like that there was no drawbridge like it was just it was just and it kinda, air magically it opened like a piece. It opened like fabric too. It was like curved, you yeah, know. Yeah, it was curved. I, 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 didn't, tol- I yeah. didn't totally understand that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was like screaming to my friend in the theater. About it looked it. cool no, though. Still... Oh, it looked no, great. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Look great. Logically, makes no sense, but looked great. <laughs> um, um, do you guys want to see like a like a? Are you interested in seeing like a grim version of Godzilla Kong, or are you interested in just seeing like? monster fight ridiculous lines etc well without giving anything away like um if joe and i now have a desire to watch kong if we really want to be invested in this larger universe like i mean not not kong uh ghosty godzilla like do they have lighter moments in that or is it very starkly different tone from kong um no i mean it's it's a different tone they definitely have lighter moments but it also has like i think godzilla has more unintentional comedy than this movie does I think this movie takes itself a little bit less seriously. Um, but like Ken Watanabe is in Godzilla and he is honestly like one of the most ridiculous movie characters I've seen in the last like seven years. So did you like actually think this movie is good or do you just like really get more enjoyment out of it for like the ironic parts of it? Kong or Godzilla? Godzilla. Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> you just need to, wa- you need to watch it. Like it's hard to explain because like plot like every like it's actually like tries to tell a story and tries to be like get into humanity and stuff but some of the writing is just absolutely terrible hmm. like charlie feel- charlie from what's his face is in it from uh um, yeah charlie day yeah charlie day's oh, in it and wow. his character is just crazy <laughs> isn't he isn't he I, in, he's in pacific room too isn't he Oh, is that what he's? Oh, he's in Pacific Rim. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. But Ken Watanabe in this movie just absolutely ridiculous. Huh. Worth watching for his ten minutes. He's on camera alone. Okay. Well, I mean, mm. but like, I mean, I guess it'd be interesting to see how they mesh the two. And uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I'm not opposed to watching it. Like with you, the way you're describing it, like I'll go watch it. I mean, like I can't. I mean, maybe maybe sometimes these things overdo it, but it's like I go to the movies. I went to the movies a hundred times last year. Like I'm not gonna not see it if I like if I unless I yeah. think Godzilla is the worst thing I ever saw. You know, like no, maybe, I mean, I think I think it's a more important question as to like whether or not your average moviegoer is gonna see it because I'm sure it's gonna cost two hundred fifty million dollars to make. You know. Oh yeah, I'm sure with the special effects and everything, I'm sure it's gonna it's and gonna they, cost and a lot. They're trying to bring together, bring back a lot of this cast together. Uh, Godzilla made 172 million at the box office. That's not a lot. I, I guess. I mean, it's not not a lot. What was the budget? Uh, I have no idea. Actually, I just saw that it made that it made 170. Well, I mean, I feel like at the box office. Or, I, if, if that was doma- if that was domestic, then yeah, then that's not that's fine. I guess I don't know. Like I, I like I feel like Gareth Edwards, from what I heard, um, might have done it like on a. Like I guess he he probably has the ability to like do stuff more impressively like 160 million. Oh, okay. and it made 178. Uh, I guess it made 196 on debut. Oh, okay, that's yeah, that's really, oh, that's really good then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was it was awesome. I recommend it. Okay. I think it's better than Kong. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll go back and see it because like I mean, if if you say that, then I, um, I I really I mean I really enjoyed Kong. Um and. So, but yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we didn't touch on. Um, I think that Godzilla sequel is going to go for a pretty serious tone, though, based on some of the casting early on. Cause, oh, who's already in it? I, I, yeah, I'm not even aware of it. Um, I know they have a set date, though. It's already 2019. Yeah, they they have Kyle Chandler and nice. uh, Millie Bobby Brown is going to be his daughter. Yes, then, actually, I did I did see that. Yeah. She's going to be the main character. So, Someone famous is playing his wife, too, right? Yeah, Vera Farmiga. So yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Interesting. I'm if you think it. I'm a if you think I'm a stand for Tom Hiddleston, don't even ask me about <laughs> Kyle Chandler. <laughs> oh, I thought uh, you were going to say I thought you were going to talk about Stranger Things, but I'm all in on Kyle Chandler. Oh no, I, no, I love Stranger Things. There you go. I mean, I I love the. I might go see Godzilla too, just because of the cast without seeing the first one, you know. But um, <laughs> do you, I mean, I'm a Cranston stand, so just watching it for him alone was good for me. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but, but okay. Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm intrigued if like Kyle Chandler is getting to like lead a movie of that scope. I mean, it's that's mm-hmm. I mean that's pretty cool because yeah, like, he pop, he pops up. Like we we in one of our other podcasts we listed like all the stuff that he's popped up on, but like I mean he hasn't really been the lead of something that big, so that's no. that, that's 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 I mean good for him, I'm happy for him. But yeah, I mean like uh, I'm, and I, I I liked all, I I really liked a lot of these actors involved in Kong. Like people were very cynical like when when it first got announced. Like a lot of people were like rolling their eyes of just like man Brie Larson, look at her like she's done. She, she's built up so much goodwill with Short Term Twelve and uh, Room and like that nice rolling train wreck. Like everyone, I think was just Free Fire. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 no one's really seen that yet. But uh, but like I mean, people were just like, why are you going to do this? Like we don't need another Kong movie. And like, and then you saw the cast, and I mean, just because something has a great cast doesn't mean it has a good script. And I was just like, man, I mean, hopefully she like doesn't really just like crater after this amazing last couple of years she's had and i mean like yeah she I mean like uh, some people are like cynically saying they wasted her but it's like she knew what she was signing up for she got to be a part of a big yeah. group she's no, not, she, she's she not was fun to me yeah, i no, liked her character no yeah it was it was good news so it was like i'm just like happy because i was excited to see it once the trailer dropped but like before that no one really knew like had no knew what your expectation should be i think a lot of people were super cynical because they were just like is this necessary and i think it proved that like it was a perfectly fun time with the movies you know it definitely that's how that's how i feel it's like kind of like watching the shallows to me like i'm just going <laughs> there expecting to have a good time and not see something like 
super intellectual that I need to analyze every second. Well, that's the other thing. Like, I mean, do you, do, do either of you think this like works as like something more than that if you want it to? Like, you don't need it to, but is it not I mean, is not it this particular iteration? Okay, I, I mean, because yeah. I, I mean, some people are trying to figure out like if it actually was trying to say anything about war. You know, like because they chose this Vietnam setting, and like there's obviously kind of this whole. I mean, you're kind of invading their land, and some people are trying to say maybe it was trying to say stuff about the environment because how they were possibly fucking with the ecosystem if they got rid of Kong. Do you even care about that? Does any of that matter no. to you? I mean, no. is that a problem if it doesn't? No, I don't. I, I, not to me. Not in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's. I think I think it's just you know it's a fun time and. Like, I think Vietnam was just kind of a convenient way to have soldiers at the ready to kind of go do yeah. this thing. And you yeah. wouldn't have the plot holes of modern technology and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that's that's pretty much what it's going for and sort of like uh, seeing how you can adapt to killing a monster in, in the years that this movie takes place. Because mm-hmm. Godzilla takes place, I think, even in the future from now. So. Okay. Oh really? Um, and then if it, yeah, I think so. And then uh, so if anyone else is like curious, what we were talking about about Godzilla two and King Kong vs Godzilla, there's like a a teaser after the movie, just like teasing monsters and some other um, stuff with the crew with Monarch and and everything else. It's really like not a good teaser. It's just a teaser to have one basically. Mm. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I straight booked it out of the theater. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I saw someone talk about it right before I went, so I just stayed. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. But um, yeah. So uh, I don't know if you guys don't have anything else to say. Joe, thanks for coming on. If you want to plug anything, uh, if you guys, anyone listening wants to hire Joe to be a screenwriter, <laughs> um, if you want to plug yeah. social media or anything, feel free. Yeah, Joe still has some Bra- uh, Atlanta Braves takes every now and then on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie, it you follow? Yeah, Freddy I guess. Goat? Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, if you feel the need to yell at me on Twitter, I'm at Joe underscore Morgan. But, um, you know, it's just Twitter is just such a toxic zone nowadays. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's getting real now. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast right at the end. Oh, no. Please stop tweeting me things at Joe. He didn't mess up the Red Sox game. Okay. Um, Uh, Anyway, Joe, thank you. Uh, he said his social media. You can find me at a clambake, a k l a m b a k e, and I'm at Josh Jernavoy, J o s h j u r n o v o y. Podcast Twitter is fifty two in fifty two pod at gmail uh, at Twitter, and then our email is fifty two in fifty two pod at gmail uh, Give us a follow. Give us your thoughts, and uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>